So we're going to learn a few interesting things tonight, Mitzvah Hashem, from the Shvive Lev, page Resh Chaf Dalid. Um, there's so many interesting things here that I was looking around uh, today to find something really good. We're going to hopefully do one or two really interesting pieces. The one is a very famous piece from the Shvive Lev, from the Rebellion Lapian. On a pasuk that says, "Vayavid Yaakov berachal shavashanim," Yaakov worked for Rachel for seven years. Vayiu be'enav kiyam ma'chadim ba'avasai aisa, and it was in his eyes like very few days, because he loved her so much. He loved Rachel so much that seven years seemed like nothing at all. And the question that all the mafarshim ask. Is that Lachaira in Madam Ayev Eza Davar Mavakesh La Sigai Hare Adirabakalyaim etzlay Lishana Yechashe Vikanemarhepach? Normally, if a person really loves something and he's like he's he he wants it so badly, it takes a it seems like like time just stops. If you're looking forward to uh I don't know, you're go, you want to go to Eritisral. And you're really, really excited to go to Eretz Yisrael, but it's like a month away. It doesn't seem like, oh, it's just a few minutes. I was so excited. No, it seems like 10 years because every minute of the day, you can't wait to go. If you're going to get married, so you'll, you know, you have a whole uh, two, three months maybe of an engagement and, and you know, you're counting down the day, days, but I don't think anyone says if they're excited to get married that it goes fast. It goes, it's painfully slow. Why over here by Yaakov Avinu does these seven years seem to fly by because he loves her? It doesn't seem to be uh, the way things work, at least not in our world. So Rabbi Elias says as follows, Achem b'nei ha'adam misalfim b'derech klal esa emes v'kairim har b'dvarim b'shemes mizuyafim. A lot of times people um, call things by names that are mezuyaf, like they, they sort of corrupt a word and they use it for a different type of uh, meaning, but it's not really the actual meaning. We borrow terms, but we stole those terms. Those, the, the meaning was sort of expunged from the term, and now we're just using it as something else. Lamashal. Aymrim al dagim. You say about somebody that he loves fish. He loves fish. What does it mean he loves fish? You say, do you like fish? Oh, I love fish. I'm crazy about fish. Really? So what do you do? You love fish. What are you doing to the fish? That you, you love that fish so much. First of all, you cut it up. You, uh, you clean it out. You take out... When I was, a, when I was young, I lived in uh, Long Beach, and I used to go fishing all the time. I was like always by the dock. Uh, fishing, and I was pretty good at it. And I went on boats, and I did fishing, and uh, and then I cleaned the fish before I brought it home to my mother to to cook. I uh, I had to clean it, and cleaning fish is not as fun as catching fish. Cleaning fish, you got a special knife, you got to gut the fish, you got to take the gills out, you got to cut the head off, you got to clean the bones off of it. It's really really gross, but you cut it up. And then you roast it, and you swallow it. Don't say you love fish. You don't love. Is that what you do to people that you love? You grill them. You cut them up. You uh, debone them. You like. Uh, you dismember them. Like that's not a normal way of loving something. 
Elamai doesn't, you don't love fish. That's just a figure of speech. What you really love is yourself. You love yourself and you like the way that fish tastes to you. So you just say, I love fish. You don't love fish. It's not the fish that you love. It's yourself that you love. So it's just a, a bad usage of the terminology. Of Altaira Kadesha, Tairas Emes. When we speak about our Taira, Taira is not fake. Taira is not, you know, just whatever the, the slang is, we'll use it. Whatever the Taira uses as its vocabulary is the truest vocabulary. It's the truest form of meaning. Uh, I'll get, like Lamashal, Reb Tzadik HaKain has a very important say that he brings that the first time that anything appears in the Taira, that's where you'll find what it's really supposed to be. So the first time that, uh, you know, that R appears in the Taira, that's the quintessential R. You could learn anything that you need to know about R from that very first time. The first time that it says, that it says anything in the Taira, that's when you really have to take out your magnifying glass and examine it and explore it and drill very deep into that because that's where you're going to be able to understand the truth. That's the way the Torah is. The Torah is giving us um, millions and millions of, of truthful lessons. The Torah doesn't play games with words. The Torah doesn't say, oh, he loves her, and he really means he loves himself. It's not what I, right? When Hashem says he loves, that Yaakov loved Rachel, he means that he really loved Rachel. He didn't love himself. It wasn't anything to do with him. He loved Rachel for who she was. He saw her goodness. He saw her midas. When we say that we love something, it doesn't mean that we love that thing. We love ourselves, and we love you know, the, the feeling that we get from being in love. If you find somebody that you love, a lot of times it's not necessarily that you love that person with all of their wonderful milas, independent of yourself, it's about you. And that's normal. It's not, I'm not saying this is Chazer Trev. That's just the way we are. We're not the Torah. But if you want to know what it really means to love somebody or something, it doesn't mean like we love fish and then we go and, and, and swallow it. It means that we love the thing itself, not ourselves. Even if we wouldn't exist, we would still have that love for that thing. Rachel was so perfect in Yaakov's eyes that he loved her. And that was the real type of love. When no cloud, no dust of personal self-love is involved, When that happens... When a person really doesn't have any skin in the game personally, so then time will fly by. If I, the reason why time doesn't fly by when I really, you know, I'm looking forward, let's say, to getting married. I'm getting married in three months. I can't, the, 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 every second on, the, on my watch is so slow. Why is it taking so long? What's the answer? The answer is that you might love the girl, but you also love yourself. And when you're looking forward to the chasna, it's not just you're looking forward to spending the rest of your life with this girl, you're looking forward to the way you feel, you're looking forward to the way that by your chasna you're going to be the king and everybody's going to be there for you and you're going to be dancing in the middle and you're going to have the covet and being under the chuppah and the cameras and the lights and, and, then, and being, you know, and having a wife and all, but there's a lot of zikh, there's a lot of ourselves in that equation. 
And when there's our cells in the equation, it creates a, a period. It's not really a genuine love. And so that's slow because I want, I want my own pleasure. So then I'm, I have to wait for that pleasure to, to come. That's a hard thing to do. But if I could purely just be focused on the ava of, of that person and without any me, so then I could actually look forward to something and it won't be that slow because I'm doing it total lishma. He loved her literally. It doesn't mean that he loved himself. He loved both of them. He loved her. And when you love something independent of yourself, then it's a different type of love. It's a different type of love. Rav Aaron Cutler says a very similar idea on this very part. But he uses a, uh, I think, I'm not sure if he says it or Rapinka says it in his, uh, trying to explain the site of Ravaran. He basically says that when a person, um, let's say I would tell you that in, in a month from now, in a month from now, you're going to, uh, I'll give you, I'll give you a million dollars. Okay? So then, oh. Transported back 12 years instantly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So we just, we just came. We spent some time upstairs. Thank you for yeah. coming. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for I'll coming. see you Thursday night. Yeah. We'll leave with this last one. Oh, yeah. I'll see you Thursday night. You guys are very lucky to be in the service. Thank you. Great seeing you guys. Thanks for coming by. Um, so, uh, old Talmudim. So he says like this, when a person, let's say I say in one month's time, I'll give you a million dollars. Okay. So then is the month going to go by slow or fast? Going to go by very slow because I want that million dollars every day. When is it? When is it going to be a month? When is it going to be a month? Okay. Now let's say another scenario. If a person says, "I'll give you a million dollars over uh, thirty days in a month," but every instead of I'm not giving it to you at the end, but every day that goes by, you come to me and I give you what's a million divided by thirty? What thirty-three thousand dollars? Give or take, right? Every day I'll give you thirty-three thousand dollars cash. Okay, you come to me, I'll give you thirty-three, and after a month you get a million dollars. That's going to be the fastest month of your life because every day you get immediate, you get a you know a quick fix every single day. It's geschmack. It's not. I don't have to wait for anything because every day something is happening. So Rav Aaron says a little bit different than Aurelio Lapian, but he says a similar side that that. When Yaakov Avinu was waiting for Rachel, he wasn't like waiting for the payoff. You know, when I marry Rachel, it's going to be amazing. Every day that Yaakov Avinu was waiting for all those seven years, he was preparing himself, building himself up to be able to create Klal Yisrael. He understood that he wasn't just making a, a regular house. He was making Klal Yisrael and he needed to work on himself. He needed to work on his midas. He needed to work on his, on his, uh, you know, on everything that it takes, his kedusha, his tara, his, his machshava, his uh, whatever, everything that, who knows what, it, what Yaakovina was going through during those, 
those seven years. But he was building himself up day by day. Every day there was a $33,000 payment. And so it goes by very quickly because he's doing something. He's not just waiting around. He's not just waiting around and, you know, for, for something to happen. When we do something, then time goes much quicker because we feel like we're accomplishing something. It's very important in life, very important in life that every single day we do something towards a goal. If we don't have goals that we're setting for ourselves in life, then life is, first of all, not as meaningful. And also it goes by very slow. And you're like, you know, there are people that are very bored in life. That's, that's like the worst thing to say. When I hear somebody saying, oh, I'm so bored. Or if I come home and my kids are telling me they're bored, I get very upset. Because what does it mean you're bored? How could you be bored? You have to be busy with something. You, a Jew, a Yid has to always have something that he's busy with, that he's building for himself, that he's, he's a project, a plan, an organization, a, a dream, something that you're doing. If you're not doing anything, you're just like waiting. Waiting is not a, you know, waiting is not a good thing. Waiting is a terrible thing. A person has to do something. You always have to have something, uh, a little plan that you're going to be working on that you want to do for yourself, for yourself. But building, it might be physically. It might be, you know, every day I'm going to work out in the gym. That's great. It means that you have a plan. It means that you get up in the morning with a certain plan to do something. You want to finish Misafis Kedushin. You want to do Dafyaimi. That, that's the beauty of Dafyaimi. Dafyaimi is something that every single day I'm doing a Daf Gemara. That's the appeal of it. It's not like, you know, it's not, it doesn't matter like you know, which Masechta it is. Every single day I'm doing a daf. And so you feel like there's like, what do you call those things? Like the chemical, is it endorphin? Is it endorphin? Some, there's something kicks... Dopamine. What? Dopamine, Dopamine maybe. Some, there's some chemical that, that kicks in that you get like excited about something. And that's like, that's when you have something to do. Like the best thing to do is like when you, let's say you have a lot of stuff to do today, tomorrow. Okay, so what do you do? You just like it's hard to like. I, I have to, I have so many things to do. I have to you know I have to study for this test. I have to uh, you know I don't know. I have to go shopping for this. I gotta fix my uh, you know I have to drop off something at the UPS store. I have to do, you know there's a whole bunch of things. And I'm like Ugh, it's such I'm so I'm not in the mood. You know what the eight says? Take out a piece of paper and a pen, and you write down a list things to do on Wednesday. And you just make a list. One, I have to go UPS to it. Two, I got to study for this and this test. Three, I got to you know, call my grandmother. Four, I got to I gotta, you know, uh, get ready for Shabbos. I have to buy a new tie. I have to, whatever it is, make a list as long as it is. And then tomorrow morning after davening, you just go and you set out to check off or to cross off everything from the list. And when you cross off things on the list, something inside of you is like, this is good. And now I'm excited because I'm getting something done. A person always has to have a, f- a feeling that they're accomplishing something. If you're just, if you have just days to fill, it might be, you know, if you're going, you're going for careers, that's great. You know, I'm studying for the DATS, I'm studying for the CPA, I'm studying for, you know, I want to get into this graduate program on it. That's great. That's, that's a plan. In learning, you should always have plans in learning what you want to do, what you want to write, what you want to accomplish. And then, but even the small things in life, every little thing, whether it's working on your uh, losing weight, whether it's working out, whether it's trying to stop yourself from speaking Lashonara, 
if you're working on something, there are certain things inside of you. There's chemicals inside of you. It gets you up in the morning. When I hear that a guy is like missing davening every day, I'm not upset about the fact that he's missing. I'm not God. I don't know. You know, I can't. That's between him and God, really. It's not like my. It's for me to like mechanically, you know, make him come to davening. That's that's not. You know, at this age, it's not. It's not so benim. It's not shayach. It's not like it's not going to accomplish anything. What bothers me, what worries me, when I hear somebody not getting up for davening, is that they're depressed. That there's something like that's not exciting about their life. And I don't care what time you went to sleep at. I don't care if I go to sleep at three o'clock in the morning. I'm still going to be here, you know, hopefully for the daf in the morning at seven a.m. or seven o five, because I want to be here. If I'm not getting up in the morning. It's not just because I'm tired. There's more to it. It means that I don't have any rutsen to do to do stuff today. It means like I'm just like I don't care. Like I'm 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 just gonna sleep in. I'm gonna sleep late. That's a problem. It's a problem because it's a very. It's not a way. Not it's not a proper, normal, healthy way for a young person, a young Jewish person, I should say, to live. It might be that that's how Gayim do it every day. You know, whenever they don't have school or whatever, they just sleep all day. But if a young Yid, if a young Ben Taira is doing that, it's like a major red flag. Because I'm not talking about, you know, psychologically, and we have to worry about, like, depression, you know, clinical depression. I'm talking about just um, the Ashkafa, that a person is not fired up to wake up in the morning and to accomplish great things and to set goals for themselves. There's something that's wrong about that. Because it's, this is what we're talking about. Every single day of our life needs to be busy with something. Like that 33,000. I need a payoff every single day of my life. And if you don't have one, then make one for yourself. You might not say, good, it's a great idea. I just don't know. What, what, tell me what I should do. Not whatever it is that you, you need to do in your life, then you should do it now. If you feel like you want to, uh, anything, if you want to, you know, get smarter in a certain type of field, you want to try to master, uh, I don't know, whatever it is that you want to master, you want to master uh, sales, you want to learn how to make tefillin, you want to learn how to be a cipher, you want to learn how to be a shaykhid, a male, whatever it is that's do it, that does it for you, you know, outside of the Sidra Yeshiva, then do it, you want to join Atzal, you want to join Chavir, you want to, whatever it is that you want to do, set out for yourself a goal and you'll do it. You're so young, like you don't, like if, at my age, I should still be able to do new things. But at your age, you should be like, like absorbing as much information and, and interests and hobbies and, and as you can. Because this is the time to do it. This is when you're, you're filling up your gas tank to, to figure out what you want to do the rest of your life. And even, I'm not even talking professionally, that's for sure. It's also a problem that a lot of people don't know really what they want to do. And so, you know, they just go from one semester to another. They never declare their major. They're just like, or they do some very shvacha major just to get through school, but they don't really have a plan. It's kedai to sit down with, some, with a guidance counselor or with one of the deans or something and try to hone in on what is the best thing for you to do. And, you know, it might not be something that we even offer here. But then figure out a way to do that also. There was once a guy in yeshiva many years ago, many, many years ago, before those guys were here, way before those guys were here, there was a guy in yeshiva, and he came to me one night later, and he said to me, Rabbi, you know, the, the things that they're offering, the majors, the yeshiva majors that they're offering here, they're not for me. 
I said, what, you don't want to be a case? I don't want to be an accountant. I don't want to be a computer guy. I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be a dentist. I don't want to be a lawyer, a psychologist. I don't, I don't, I'm not interested in it. So I said, what are you interested in? She says, honestly, my dream is I want to be an architect. It's all I ever wanted to be in life. I just want to be an architect. But they don't offer it here. And, you know, I want to be in yeshiva or whatever. So I said, if you want to be an architect, then you're going to be an architect. And we did some research, he figured it out, he was able to do a little, you know, get as many courses done here, and then he went to a very good architect program. Today he's one of the biggest architects in the five towns he makes, and Great Neck, I think, he makes like these huge mini mansions for wealthy people. But he's doing very well, he has a beautiful family, everything is going well. And you don't, if something doesn't appeal to you in what we offer here, either... So then, then we'll figure it out. But you got to do something that you're interested in, that you love, that you're passionate about, mm-hmm. because it's a long life. And you, if you're gonna, at your age, you you have that luxury of figuring it out and doing something as close to something that you're passionate about as you as you can find. But once you're, you know, once you get older, let's say you don't know, you don't find it, and then like you know, or or you you wanted to do it but you never did it. So then you're going to wake up at 30, 35, and you're going to, like, kick yourself. Like, why didn't I do it? Like, what, what was stopping me from doing it? It was a little extra school. It was too hard. So if you don't know what you're doing, so then you don't know it. But let's say you have a dream to do something. It's Kedai to do that. This is, like, one of those career guidance things, right? So we could, could have gotten free supper here tonight. But, you know, if a person wants, to, if you have something, a rutzen to do something, then this is something that, I think, in my, in my opinion, you know, you should try to think about at this stage of your life and, and just do it. And don't think of it. If you want to be a doctor and you, have, you feel you can get through the sciences and everything, and it's, then do it. Aye, but it's going to take me 10 years. Blah, 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 blah. So I, I'm going to settle for being a PA, even though I really want to be a doctor, but it's, I'm going to shave four years off of the thing, so I'm going to be a PA. It's, that's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. I once spoke to a, a PA... And uh, and person told me that it's actually a girl, and she told me that she had such charata that she didn't go to medical school. She went to PA school. You work very hard to be a PA, but she takes orders from these doctors who know half of what she knows. She works double as hard and makes maybe a third of the money that a doctor. She said for a couple more. She was very smart. She said for a couple more years, I could have, I could have been a been a doctor. I think, if I'm not mistaken, she might have gone back to medical school and become a doctor. But you know, afterwards. But like, the point is that you know, if you want to do something, do it. Don't do it halfway. If you want to be a you know a lawyer, be a good lawyer. If you want to be a doctor, PA. If you really want to be a doctor, be a doctor. It's not. It's not, if you want to be a tamachacham, then be a real tamachacham. But don't settle for mediocrity. Mediocrity is not a, it's not a way to get through life, l'chatchila. If you happen to try your best and nothing works out and you have to do mediocre, but okay, so mediocre, so we'll, we'll, we'll deal with that when it happens. But l'chatchila, at your age, and you're setting out, you're your, your, your scoping the world out for what you want to do and how you want to do it, do everything in the best possible way. Don't don't skimp on on money, on time, on effort. Just do it full throttle. That in a way that you're so excited about what you're going to do that you're waking up early every morning, getting up for davening, and then you're going to learn, and then you everything's masudar. And I'm I'm and it's vayu bein of kiam If you really want to do something, then do it, and the time will fly. 
You're not going to feel the time because you're so goal-oriented now that time will just move because you really, really feel every day I'm accomplishing something. But if you're just waiting for something to happen, you don't have any clue what that is, but you're hoping that something just like goes your, breaks your way and then life is going to be depressing, it's going to be slow, it's going to be dark. It has to be light, it has to be exciting and full of energy and enthusiasm. And, and this is something that uh, I think all these Muslims farim. Uh, would agree with, that this is how you have to live your life. You have to live it fully and squeeze out every single moment of every day and don't think about, but I can't, I can't, I can't is, a, is the Yitzhahara. You can. You can. You just have to have the resolve and you have to just do it. And sometimes a person has gone through a lot of schooling already and this happens a lot also and like, you know, they were, they were thinking that they were going to be a, you know, a computer major, let's say. And then they realized, they don't, I don't want to do coding. I hate coding. But they realized that a couple of years too late. So they already have like, you know, two years of coding under their belt. But they don't want to do it. They really want it to be a, an accountant. Or they really want it to be, a, you know, something else. So obviously, you know, everything depends. But it might be Kadai, and that people do this sometimes. They just scrap the whole computer thing, and they go for what they really wanted to do. And yeah, is it, it's a little extra time, and it's a little, you know, and you spent already the money. But that doesn't mean that you have to, you know, be, you know, destined to, to live a life that you don't even want to live. Sometimes it's because our parents tell us to do things. Our parents were dentists, and they want us to be dentists. I don't want to be a dentist. But my parent, my father, he has a practice for me to go into. So if you don't want to be it, then don't do it. It's, not, it's your life. Is it easy? Yes. Is it convenient? Yes. But if you don't want to do it, then probably not a great idea to, to sign up for that. But you have to, you know, your parents, and I tell this to my kids all the time, Something I tell them when I'm mad, but like, you know, I said, like, I've lived my life already. This is what I chose to do. This is my life. You, this is your, your you have your life. Whatever you feel you want to do, I'm going to, if you need my help to guide you, I'm here. But like, don't look at me. Like, do what you want to do. Don't follow in my footsteps just because I did something. I want you to be independent and do, do things because you want to do it. Because otherwise, you're not living your life. You're just living my life. And what's that, what's that good for? So this is something that I hope uh, will give everybody here some food for thought, maybe a little chizuk. But don't, if, if you're waking up late every morning, because, not because you're not feeling well, but because you just like have no reason, no oomph in the morning to get up, and it's not a physical thing. It's not that you're sick or you have some sort of, you know medical issue that, you know, that's not what we're talking about, obviously. But if it's just because you have no desire to get up, you know, there's something wrong about this, something very off about that. And you see, it's true. You see in the yeshiva, like, you know, by davening, you know, mincha, we have a pretty packed crowd. Shachar is You know, if you throw all the them from this room into our basement, it's still shvach. So where is everybody? Where is everybody? Because some of them live in Great Neck, and some of them live here, and they live home, and they daven later... But I think a vast majority are just, they don't have like the oomph to, to get up in the morning. How does that happen? As a young Yeshiva Bachar, not have oomph to get up? Because the answer is they're not 
motivated by life itself. They don't understand the importance of, of squeezing out every single day and having lists and, and activities and, and things to look forward to and projects and, and goals. Because if you have a goal, you're not sleeping in bed until 10 o'clock and it's just not happening. You don't have, you don't have, I don't have the patience, I don't have the time. I'm, somebody's giving me 33, if I show up in the basement, somebody's giving me $33,000. I'm not sleeping in my bed. And this is, you know, this is something I think that's uh, very worth thinking about. And if it's because you're not happy with your major, then please do me a favor and switch your major. Make sure that you're doing something for the rest of your life that, not that somebody told you to do or that it makes sense to do or that, you know, that you want to do. That you want to do. I always tell people, what are you doing? I'm going pre-dent. I said, dentistry is like the best on paper. There's nothing better than being a dentist. You can make your own hours. The Parnassa is very good. And it's a shtickle covered. And you have a nice office. And there's only one problem with being a dentist. You have to be a dentist. That's the only problem with you. Other than that, it's a perfect career. It's just you have to be a dentist. You have to put your mouth, your hands in somebody else's mouth and get drool on your, you know, rolling down your... But if you, if you can do that, it's fine. It's great. Now, there are people that actually enjoy being a dentist. I have very good friends that love it. They, they would want to do nothing else but it. That's great. But if you don't want to do that, if that's not what you... So even though you're really good in the dats and you did great and you got into a great school and then... You have to want to do the malacha. The malacha is the ikr. And if you could do them all, you're excited, you're pumped, great. But just because it makes sense on paper doesn't always mean that it makes sense for you. So find something that you really want to do with your life. Think about that. And even if you're, you know, as long as it's, obviously it has to be something also that's, that you can make a decent parnasa from. You know, if you want to say, Rabbi, great, I'm doing basket weaving now. You convinced me. You know? So I don't think that that's the best option for you. You know, then we have to rethink that a little bit. But if it's something that's a viable parnasa and, you know, your parents can get into it, you can get into it, then I think by all means it makes sense at least to explore and to, to think about it and to try to really... Uh, be the best at that that you could be, and and it'll get you up in the morning. You'll feel good about yourself, and make these goals. Whether it's in Lumidei Kaidish or Lahav Lumidei Chel, just have something that you pr- a plan. Like this summer, what are you doing this summer? This summer, I'm gonna do. I have an externship. I have a you know. I want. I want to you know accomplish this. I want to go traveling. I want whatever it is. Fine, but just have something to look forward to. Like make yourself things that you're actually looking forward to so that you're, you're pumped about life. You're a person that's walking around like raring to go and not a person that's like, it shouldn't look like a nursing home. It should look like, you know, we're young, we're eager, we're, we're, we're doing this. It's great. That's what youth is all about. Youth is about zrizos and about building and, and, and experiencing and taking the world in. And if you feel that, yeah, that's me, great. But if you feel... Uh, you know, no, then we got to work on you. We got to take out our little toolbox. We got to fix some things, and Mitzvah Hashem, then you'll be perfect. Okay, my son.